Hi guys, this is Crystal Leah Hope. Welcome to the podcast, Doing Life with Hope, where you do life with hope and <laughs> me. So today is going to be a fun podcast day. Today I'm going to talk about dating. Ooh, gross, but seriously. I'm going to talk about dating, uh, especially dating as a parent is a whole nother level of dating, 100%. So, I'm not really the the best person, I don't think, to get advice with quote-unquote dating because I've not really been in too many relationships, surprisingly enough. Um, I would say it's by choice, but it was also because I think it's kind of like when I would make a choice to stay with somebody, they would just get freaked out because they would be like, well, how am I supposed to take care of you and a, and a child? There's not, that's just so much pressure. I'm like, honey... I've been taking care of us on my own this whole time. <laughs> you don't have to take care of us. I'm taking care of myself. I'm a big girl. I could take care of my kid on my own like I have for the past X amount of years. Okay? Chill out. Just date me. Stop freaking out. So that would be my... I mean, you other, you other mamas and probably dads. Well, you know what? I bet you single dads, girls are like... Girls are so different. I bet they're like, I'm going to be his or her new mommy. Ugh, girls, are you serious? If the child has a mom, they don't need a new mommy. You know what I mean? They need a support system. They need someone who's gonna be by them side, be by their side and support them. Um, but they don't need a new mom. Get out of here. Get out of here with that nonsense. Okay? Ugh, that's so annoying. Girls, don't be annoying. Okay? Don't be annoying. Don't come in and be someone's new mommy for two weeks. All right? Okay? Be a good support system. Be a good support system. You earn the role. You don't get to just take it from somebody. I watched a Bachelor, the Bachelor episode, and it was a single guy, and it was on Netflix, you know, with this world we're living in in 2020. I couldn't remember this, uh, this specific people. I can't even remember his name. Jason. That's his name, Jason. Ugh, Jason. No, he's a good guy. But he was a dad, and all these girls would be like, Oh, I'm just so ready to be a mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, how annoying would that be? Because the boy's got a great mom. He doesn't need to have a new mom, you know? And there were some, a couple of, like, moms on the show, too, and they totally understood that. They were like, he doesn't need a new mom. He just needs someone who's going to support him. And so, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm... I'm all about my dad um, actually adopted me when I was a child, and I'm just so thankful for it. So I definitely see how when you get adopted or when you get married in, you do become that role. But when you're dating, gross. Stop that. Stop that nonsense. That messes kids up to call yourself that, you know, like for two weeks and then move on. So that brings me to my segment, dating. Dating in general, I think it's so much easier, you know. You just like... Oh, you want to go out tonight? I want to go out tonight. I'll just work and then just go out afterwards and just like, you know, I'm going to go out. Like if it goes nowhere, no big deal. Okay. I don't want to just go out with anybody because it costs money, time, and effort and resources for me to go out with you. So I'm not going to waste any more of that on people who are not interested in the long haul. I wish just be like... It's just a you're a waste of my time and my effort and my energy and my money to to make the effort to meet with you and then 
I would give it the 30 days. You know what I'm talking about? Every dating period has about 30 days, okay? And within that 30-day time frame, you're either like, man, I don't want to commit to it, and you're out, or they are the, uh okay, I'm not ready for an actual thing. Like, you're the kind of girl I take home to my mom and not the kind of girl I take out to the bar. So, like, I'm out. You know, like, I'd run into that every 30 days. I'd be like, hmm, we're coming up on 30 days. They're going to either stay or run. And 90% of the time, they, I think being a mom and being so independent was just a scary thing a lot. And it was told to me a lot. So, whatever, little boys. Girls, you don't want a, a boy who's not ready to be a man. So, obviously, he's not the one for you. So, don't cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> you know, don't cry yourself to sleep. You need someone who's going to be a good guy, a good man. So, anyways, I actually did meet somebody. How did I meet him? Like, oh, I'm so busy. You guys know my life. It's crazy and crazy good and uh I'm just not a great texter I just am not I'm not good at just spending hours texting it's just annoying to me and I can't do it very well and so I just I hate it <laughs> so um I would just get bored every now and then I'd get home and I'd be laying in bed and I'd just be like oh you know I'm awake I'm bored okay all right all right I'll, I'll re-download tinder and bumble and just see what's out there and then delete it and just like swipe till I got tired you know swipe 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 sometimes I make conversation but you know so tinder um actually made really good friends through tinder I didn't really have too many bad experiences on there and then when I re-downloaded it it was a whole nother world (laughs) I don't want to go back on there People are kind of like just not my thing. They're they're not they're not wanting to date. <laughs> so I quickly was like, well, this isn't the same Tinder that was like last time. I don't even know how long I I was on this little thing. So I went ahead and there was this like an ad on Facebook that popped up and it was like Facebook dating. Ugh. So I was like, oh, whatever. I'm tired. So I'll swipe and swipe, 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 swipe. And I swiped on this guy. He's kind of cute. Like, whatever. He looks like he'd be, like, a player, though. So I'm not I'm kind of like, eh, you know, I'm kind of like, meh. But I, I, I don't even know what we said to each other. But I usually just kind of cut the small talk because that was annoying to me because it was a time waster. Small talking with so many people trying to remember so many things is just a time waster if it's not going to go anywhere. So my first thing was to say, hey, here's my snap add me and honestly the first couple things you say to me are really going on snapchat are going to either block you or give you a chance you know so it really kind of shows who the person is when you add them on snap I feel so anyways I added TJ on snap and I think we said a couple of things but he wasn't pushing it and I was over it I'm not going to keep talking and then he, then he replied to a post I had made with, like, a couple of heart emojis. And I think I just cut to the chase. I was like, who's this guy again? And I was like, hey, so are we going to go to coffee or what? <laughs> Call that blunt and straightforward. And he was like, oh, okay. He doesn't even like coffee. <laughs> so, um, you know, we met. And I only met for an hour at Zinc Coffee Shop and... I don't know. He was he was really funny, easy to talk to. It's nice when you can sit with somebody and you don't even have to 
think about what you're going to say. You don't have to worry about different topics because the conversation is just very easy. You don't think about it, but you have so much, to, so much to say to each other and you don't even, it's all not even important. So we ended up, I mean, he put in so much effort with me and time and eventually we, we just kind of fell in love with each other. But along with that, you know, and one of the things is I only see him one week on, one week off is typically how it goes right now because he lives about 45 minutes away and he also has a son. Oh, that's kind of why I actually was like, oh, maybe he is a good guy <laughs> because he, he said, well, what are we going to do with the boys? And I was like, the boys? And he said, yeah, my son and your son. I'm like, oh, you have a son? Like, I forgot, like, because it had been so long since I looked at the Facebook I deleted the the Facebook dating app, and he was like, "Yeah," and so I was like, "Okay, this guy might be more than just a little ba- like basketball player, you know." So I, I, that's really the reason I kind of gave him more of a shot because I thought oh, maybe there's more to him than what I've been seeing. So I'll give you a chance. So, but yeah, we've really like we've really learned a lot with each other, and so I just wanted to give some tips and tricks of just how to treat your partner and especially when you're learning about each other there was a point in time when like the it was like my first time ever being upset with him and I got upset with him and just kind of got quiet and whether it was like whether it was validated or not like my feelings were still hurt and he did not he didn't intentionally hurt my feelings and I understood that but I like was kind of really quiet and then later on I kind of told him like that hurt my feelings and then he was like, what? And I told him, like, that just hurt my feelings. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. I'm like, I know you didn't. That's why I'm not mad right now. But, like, if you do it again, I probably will be. <laughs> so, I mean, like, we just and then we had a great rest of the night afterwards. And we had a date night. And then it kind of went from, like, we just kind of learned how to talk to each other when we get uncomfortable, like, you know, if we're floating with a group of friends and I've done something just with me being a very big social bird, you know, if I've done something to make you feel uncomfortable, we just, I really feel it's so important to have an open book policy about what, when you feel, when you feel insecure, when you feel upset or when you're like, Hey, like that right there made me feel insecure. Um, I, I, I don't typically ever feel too, too insecure since I am a social bird so I kind of came up with a little trick that we could just say something to each other and be like hey babe did you can you pass me a whatever you know what I mean from the cooler and whatever the drink or the beverage or the food is from that we ask for each other from the cooler like we definitely know we probably didn't pack it so if he says I want that do we have one that'll let me know oh, whatever I just did right here right now in front of you know all of his friends or while we're with his friends or while we're with my friends whatever he did really made us feel uh, a little uncomfortable and it's a great way to express that you're uncomfortable in a situation where you're with a large group and then it helps your partner real like see the exact moment that you got uncomfortable because most likely your partner didn't mean to do anything and it was with a complete, you know, blindsided. They're just being, they're just being who they are without intentionally making you feel insecure. 
So a great way to be able to tackle that without having having kind of like a defensive thing happening between both of you where you start to get defensive like well what why are you upset at me like I don't understand and then you're with all your friends and then it just explodes so the best way I've just decided is that we can just have a little bit of a code and it can work with every different situation so that we can know that my partner felt uncomfortable and I need to reassure them and just especially, especially when you're learning more about your partner, it just kind of makes the balance there. So we learned kind of like that's one of the things I really, really like to do because since I am so social and I am so open and just a little butterfly, it's nice to know when I need to pull the reins back just a smidge because my partner needs a little bit more from me and, and it helps me know that, that how I said it right then and there is when he felt uncomfortable. I talked to my brother about this too and he had mentioned like that sh- that his wife Shay is very similar to me where she's a, she is a social butterfly. So um they they just had to discuss like it's not that you're being a social butterfly, it's just like how you were the butterfly and I just need to know that you you know like <laughs> I just need to know that validation. I just need, I just needed you to know like right like maybe say it differently next time, you know? So my brother was is, was really good at helping me understand some of that, especially because I haven't been in too many relationships. Um, you know, there was that one <laughs> talked about in like the first episode. Obviously, was the relationship where I learned all the things not to do, <laughs> and I mean, I've dated a little bit here and there. There was one that was a little bit of a relationship, and one of the things I learned with him was like he would get upset at me for just being me, and he would hold it in and hold it in and tell his friends and not tell me and I would see some of the text messages that he messaged his friends and I never said it to him but I saw some of them like that he was frustrated at me but he never told me and then he would just literally just explode on me and and he would say I'm doing these things and I'm totally cheating on him and he has all the evidence and I never did and I would just cry like oh why are you doing this and it was such a cycle, then then we'd be fine, and it would be like everything would be perfect, smooth sailing, no problems, and then out of the blue, like, boom, and it was just like I was, at the end of it, I felt like I'm walking on eggshells, and you can't walk on eggshells with your partner, you know, you have to learn and grow, and I just, I've decided that I'm not going to go through that anymore, There there has to be an open communication, so, you know, when you are upset with your partner, it's going to happen regardless of whether it happens all the time or just a little bit. You have to learn and grow with like, okay, so this is what my partner needs to feel cared for. And then your partner needs to learn and grow to know that this is what you need to feel cared for. And the most important thing to do is care for each other even when you're upset at each other. Still showing care is bigger. Love is bigger than hate. Love is bigger than hate. It's That's just the truth. That's the fact. So whether you can feel like you hate one another for a minute, whether you can feel like that, but you haven't had time to really dive deep and to discuss, you know, both of your emotional aspects, it's important to show that you still love them even when you're hurt. Because if you completely block out that love and you know your partner wants to hold your hand or you know your partner wants to spend just some time even just sitting in the quiet next to you or you know your partner needs needs a certain way like things that they know that they would feel loved by sometimes when we get hurt 
we don't show any of that love or affection to our partner. Even if we're there and and if we're mad, though, we just ignore them. And I think that hurts more than just yelling and fighting. I think that hurts more because it's an intentional show of I don't love you when you're upset. But in my opinion, I I really feel like you should love somebody even when you're upset. I feel like you don't have to smile and pretend, but it's still important to say, you know, I love you. I know we're kind of in a tiff right now. We'll work on it. But I love you. And, you know, that's that. So I think that's that's true love. Being able to say, I love you. I'm upset. We're going to talk about it at some point. But right now, let's just love each other until we have an opportunity to chat about it. So those are my tips and tricks when it comes to just in general dating, you know. And um, thankfully, TJ and I, we, I mean, we get along really well. We've just kind of had to learn a couple of things about each other's personality types to be able to start pairing us up a little bit better and knowing how we, you know, feel about different aspects of life a little bit more. So very thankful for my dude. And the second thing is, one of the things that is just so important when you're dating as a parent, okay, so this is with this is for parents, I just feel like it's so important to care about how quickly you move things with somebody in front of your child. They've already, I mean, in some cases they don't have that figure, in other cases they do have that figure, but in general you're the example for how your child will love. So if you are living a terrible love life and you're bouncing back and forth and back and forth and showing affection to multiple different partners all the time and then you're, if you're like crying a lot of the time too and you get in fights all the time, you're setting your child up for how their future is going to look like because they're going to see this. They're going to mimic it. And that's going to be how they know how to love. So I just want you to take a quick look into the past, you know, year. Just say year. How many times have you had breakups and how many times have you felt hurt and have you felt not important and not valued and not worth it? Um... And how many times have you allowed your child to see that same person left them to? doesn't matter how old they are, they're noticing from a young age. So that's honestly why I have been so, like, I've been dating. Does Facebook know about it? No. Facebook didn't know when I was first dating TJ either because it's so important to know how to date each other without having to showcase it the very first day. Learning how to have patience and learning how to not air your dirty laundry on Facebook, learning how to grow in love with somebody and show affection when your child's asleep, (laughs) hold hands, cuddle on the couch, do all of that. But, I mean, so now I'm at the point, we've been dating almost a whole year. And uh, and obviously we've, we've grown, we've been doing activities together, the boys know each other, and... You know, we say we love each other now in front of the boys. And so it's it's obviously become a little bit more affectionate. This is the most I've ever been, like, I've ever been um, advanced in a relationship in front of my son ever in the 10 years of his life. And so it is so terrifying to me because 
it is not only putting my heart at risk at this point, but it's putting his heart at risk. And I'm thankful that I've waited until I felt like I have someone who's going to secure and, and protect us and, and love us and not abandon us. And so that's just the most important thing. But it, it took a while to get here, and I'm even still nervous when I'm here for his heart more than mine. I don't care if I get hurt, but I don't want my son to get hurt. He's, I've protected him for 10 years from, from being hurt and, and feeling abandoned. So it's a, it's a risky thing, but I, just, I wish more parents cared a little bit more about who they just introduced to their child as their significant other. So here's a couple of little ideas you could do instead. I just think you really could just say, hey, this is my friend. We're going to go hang out with my friend so-and-so. Hey, my friend so-and-so is here. Oh my gosh, what are you doing here? And it, you could have planned it to be a date, but you could also be like, we used to meet up at the movies. Like, are you gonna, are you at the movies? We should watch the movie with them. And it's such an, an easier transition into introducing that there could potentially be another section of your life that he, he's waited so long for it. I've waited so long for it. But that doesn't mean we're rushing into anything. It means that we take care of it and we value it. And uh, things that you value, you don't just broadcast every single thing. You don't put your most expensive diamonds and post where you placed your diamonds in your house on Facebook. You know, you don't air that. You protect it. You, you place it in something that's secure, that you can't get broken into very easily. So, of course, when you're beginning something, you really just kind of take a minute and you really, you really make sure that it's, it's safe and secure before you, you share that this is something very precious and valuable to you. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm becoming a better person every day. I'm not the best at dating, but I'm definitely trying. And one of the things I think is the most important is just to know that it's not going to always be smooth sailing, but as long as each of you decide to look at what part you played in the miscommunication and what each partner needed when you were upset at each other. I think as long as each I think as long as each of you realize like okay, so you feel like it went this way, I feel like it went this way. So I need you to do this for me next time. When, what if your partner says that they're not comfortable with that? Then you have to find a compromise with something they could be comfortable with that would still support you in the moment of whatever the issue was. So I'm just, you know, I'm thankful that TJ, he, does, he definitely listens to what I have to say. And, I mean, we've had a couple of tiffs here, but every single time we've discussed, like, this is why I felt like that. And and honestly, we really haven't had the same kind of tiff every time, so it's just kind of like been a learning process with each other. But you're going to have that in relationships, and the most telling part about a relationship is whether or not your partner is going to be willing to say that maybe they did have a part in the miscommunication and maybe they should do things a little different too. And just discuss how you both feel like if, if you just reacted or or responded or was there for that partner in that circumstance another way maybe they it would have been different and we both have been really good at being able to see how how we need to be supported by one another and choose to support each other that way the next time there's a scenario 
So biggest, biggest uh, advice ever would be just to monitor that and when you have an issue and you discuss it, the next time it comes up, does anything change or was it the same exact response? If it's the same exact response, okay, so discuss it. Like, I thought we were going to respond different. Why didn't we respond different? And then if it happens a third time and it's not changing, obviously it might not ever change, you know. But if your partner or you start making those steps towards progress to support each other the way you need to be supported, then then there's promise that you guys are going to be able to to be a good partnership because partnership does mean supporting each other and sometimes supporting each other means maybe doing something a little differently than you think you really should maybe like supporting each other in a way that you don't feel like you would need it but they need it that way so I don't know much about love but I do know enough to make a baby I'm just kidding <laughs> no I don't know much about love but I do know that love is based off of support even when you have disagreements and I'm thankful for the good example that my dad has given me and my mom has given me and uh, I mean they haven't had the most easiest road and I've seen them go through a lot of curves but at the end of the day the support they have for each other is, is a valued support and I'm just really thankful for them to be able to give me advice whenever I need it in my walks of life. My mother through single motherhood, because she was there in a much worse circumstance. She knows how it feels. Um, she knows exactly how it feels to do to have gone through some of the stuff I've gone through. Uh, one time I got a text and it said, I just want to let you know. It was like the first text I've ever gotten on Caden's birthday. I got six years old. I just want to let you know that I know it's his birthday today. I'm like, wow, congratulations. <laughs> Did you know that? Wow, that's so cool. Like, did you want to, like, give any child support? Or <laughs> did you want to support him? Or did you want to send a birthday car? Like, do you want to do anything other than just text me? Jeez, I was so annoyed. I didn't, I didn't respond. I was annoyed about it. I was like, great. Thanks for, thanks for interrupting my day to tell me that. <laughs> and my mom said, oh, my gosh, yeah, your bio dad actually sent me a birthday card on your and your sister's birthday and he said, he knew, he didn't give my mom child support either. He said, uh, here's $2 because Crystal's turning 2 And here's $4 because Cassie's turning 4 Happy birthday. <laughs> ah, would that not just annoy you if you haven't been supported financially or physically or anything at all? And <laughs> it was... <laughs> So my mom knows. My mom knows how it feels. And it's and it's so good to be able to discuss with her about the different things. And, and it's so good to have an amazing dad who adopted me that showed me everything I need and, and someone to support me and love me and care for me. And care for, and not only me, but my son. Because he did that. He took on three of us and he loved us just as his own. And we are definitely wrapped around our dad's fingers. <laughs> He's wrapped around ours, too. We know it. So we're just really lucky to have such a good example. And I know not every family is blessed with that. And it's kind of funny because it's almost like an example, a perfect example of a broken example where we were broken first before we were molded and fixed into a beautiful clay pot. So anyways, 
um, that's my experience with dating so far. Here I am, and I just, you know, I, I'm now putting my whole entire self at risk, but the one thing I know is that with everything you do, do your best at it, and you can't see, you can't see a full, you know, result unless you put everything into it. If you put only one foot in this relationship, you're only going to get half half of what you could have had in that relationship. It's not going to last. you got to put both feet in with, the, with everything you do, with projects, with your job, with everything you do, with your relationships. you got to go in with both feet or, you know, it's not going to go to its full potential. So I'm going to put both my feet in the water and all I can do is jump and see what happens when the waves come. So thank you guys for enjoying my little relationship talk. I'll talk a little bit more about different things in the future when it comes to stories of dating and stuff, but maybe I can even get him on this podcast. I doubt it. He probably would love to make fun of me, though. He's good at that. So we'll probably talk and discuss little things in the future, but I hope you guys have a good night. I don't know if this was helpful for anyone about dating, but there it is. That's that. That's all I got for you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, Doing Life with Hope. If you like the song in the background, it's actually on Spotify. It's called Wild Side by yours truly, Crystal Leah Hope. Talk to you guys soon.